Hey, running friends. Welcome to the Wrinkled Runner podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. If you've been running for even a little bit, you have probably thought about using a running watch. If you have an Apple Watch, you already have one on your wrist. And the Apple Watch was my first one, and I used it for many years with great success. It's pretty cool to have the information a watch provides, uh, even if you only look at it for three minutes after a run, and then never again. And that's pretty much me most of the time. Although when I'm marathon training or doing other training, sometimes I do look back like paces and things like that, um, just to make sure that I'm actually improving and not heading into a burnout situation. I'm not using a Garmin Forerunner 245 with music, although I haven't figured out the music part of it yet, only because when I think about it, it's time for a run, so <laughs> I use my phone that is already hooked up to my wireless earphones. So I really do need to sit down and figure that feature out. I've been super happy with both watches. The thing I want when I am out on a run is something that measures distance, pace, and time. And the GPS abilities with watches are great because I'm not good at remembering which routes equal which distances. And so when Dave and I run in the mornings, he needs to be back at the house to get ready for work at a specific time. So we can't end our runs uh, like a mile from home like I sometimes will just run if I'm on my own and... When I'm done with the mileage, I'll find that I still have a mile or two or three or more to have to run home um, just because I don't have a good sense of distances and what, what miles equal what distances. So I can look back on my map from my watch app and know what a five-mile route is from the front door on those mornings that Dave is with me and we need to get back. Now, a phone can do that as well. So some of the features that I'm talking about um, with a, a watch, you do have the capability on your phone, depending on which app that you use. It's just nice sometimes to um, know on your wrist some of the other features right from just glancing down. So if you're thinking about getting a watch, the best advice I can give is to just research and compare. Every runner's different, and you may want a different thing in a watch and the information that it can provide than I do. So I'm not here to tell you which is the quote-unquote best watch, and you can find tons of articles on people's lists of what are the best watches. But I will tell you I was happy with the Apple Watch, and I love my Garmin. And those are the ones that I can speak to because those are the ones that I've used. So I can tell you a little bit what I like about having a watch. And then I'll give you some things to think about as you start to look into what to get if that is your interest. So the Apple Watch does the GPS mapping thing. And of course, paired with your iPhone, it integrates smoothly into the health app. And you'll find all your data under the fitness app part of that. Heart rate monitoring is also part of the watch, though a chest strap type monitor is still the best way to get a super accurate reading. So the watches are still a good way to monitor the, the heart rate though and are getting better all the time. So if you're using a heart rate training program, something that can measure that is of course important. And also the Garmin watch and many other watches also will track your heart rate. One feature that my Apple Watch has that my Garmin does not, at least not that I know of, is if you are running or walking vigorously for, I, 
I think it's a half a mile. It might be a quarter of a mile, but I think it's a half a mile. Your the Apple Watch will like tap you and ask you if you want to record a workout. And that feature would actually be great for me because I cannot tell you, and I don't know why all of a sudden I'm doing this because I've had my Garmin for over a year now. But now all of a sudden in the past, I would say month, when I've gone out for a run on my own, I'll start the part that you start to go for a run, but then I forget to hit the timer. And so then I'm running like a maniac. It's usually a day that I want to run fast and I'm running like a maniac and I can even check my pace, even though it's not recording my run, I can still see my pace and about, you know, after I'm thinking, well, I should have gone almost a mile now when I look down to check how much further I have before I hit the mile, realize that it's saying zero, 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 which means it's not recording my run, which means I've been running like a maniac for nothing. So the feature that the Apple Watch has where it asks you if you're doing something like a maniac, if you want to record that workout, would actually be really, really, really helpful for me to have because it is so annoying when you run almost a mile at a really nice pace to find out that it's not being recorded. And, and, and for me, I get really mad. I start yelling things out loud and probably louder than I think because I'm wearing headphones when I'm on my own and listening to music or a podcast. And so um, then I stop and I just, in frustration, start walking for a bit. And it's really hard for me to start recording that workout and then try to get back up to the paces that I was doing before it was recording. It's, it's my thing. I know I probably could do it, but I just get so mad. I just start running normal and it's, it's just very frustrating. <laughs> the thing I find, which... I'm not sure if other people do this, but I have found that I my brain can just direct my eyes to look exactly where I need to look on my wrist to get the information that I need. So if I'm just looking at pace, which if I am running like a maniac, I do want to see what pace I'm doing, I can just focus in on the pace and actually not even see the mileage or the distance or the time, any of that stuff. I'm able to just look at the pace. I guess that's amazing that your brain can do that, but for me it's also detrimental because then I'm not aware that I'm not actually not, according to my watch, going anywhere. So Garmin, if you're listening, please put that into your watch features. <laughs> now, that being said, my Garmin has never lost me. The GPS has always been reliable, but my Apple Watch sometimes will lose me in the middle of a run and if I'm marathon training, that is really annoying. And the only reason that I know it's lost me is I'll get that bump on my wrist asking me if I want to record a workout. So anyway, that's, those are pros and cons of uh, Apple versus Garmin that I've experienced. And watches can also track more than just running. For example, my Garmin will track all kinds of workouts and included in the app are actual strength training programs which I've been using and is a really nice feature. Um, if you're into weightlifting, which I recommend some kind of strength work if you're a runner anyway, uh, check into what the Garmin does with the programs and the different routines that they have, in, which they have included in the Garmin watches. Now you'll have to see the features because some Garmins do things that other Garmins don't. 
I'll link you up in the show notes to my YouTube channel where I did a uh, sort of tutorial, sort of talking about what my Garmin does for my strength training. A watch will also tell you your cadence, which is how many steps you take in a minute. So generally speaking, the higher your cadence, the faster you run. A few episodes ago, I talked about cadence in the running form episode. And knowing what yours is and the ability to track it can help you see improvement. Both my Apple Watch and Garmin would tell me my cadence or at least an approximate, you know, number of what my cadence is. Tracking how many miles you are running, like in a month or in a specific period of time, is helpful to alert you to when you should change your running shoes. If you're not injury prone, you can expect to run about 500 miles comfortably in a pair of shoes. And those of you who get injured easily or otherwise feel like a pair has lost its luster, you might want to run less mileage. So I run for 300 on mine and that works for me. I had a stress fracture during half marathon training several years ago and the um, sports doc that I saw recommended that I change out my shoes every 300 miles. So keeping track of that is something a watch can do for you if you don't keep any kind of running journal. Now you can also enter mileage on a paper calendar or jot it down every day and using a phone app for your running will do the same thing. But using my watch or phone means I don't have to think about it and I can check periodically to make sure when I get close to 275 miles or so, I'm buying the next pair. And with the Garmin watch, I can set it to tell me when I reach a certain mileage so that I... uh, can start looking into researching um, if I'm get, if I'm going to be sticking with the same shoes or getting a new version or pair of shoes. As you get into running more, you may want to expand what you are doing during a workout. Now, many workouts or plans for races will incorporate doing certain intervals at certain speeds, which a watch will, of course, tell you your pace. Both the Apple Watch and Garmin, and I'm sure others, can alert you if you're within the paces you want to be at, which is great if you are not good at pacing like me. Just knowing what pace you ran each mile after your run is also a good way to see the improvement as you run more and more. So I'll link you to a pace calculator in the show notes if you're interested in seeing what paces different workouts would look like for you, as well as other resources to see what changing up your running routine could be like. Distance is the other main thing that runners want to know, obviously. If you have trained by time for a while and you're interested in switching to mileage, a watch will be something you could look into. The phones can track you and tell you, but having something you can glance down at is actually really nice and convenient. And that's the thing a new runner will have to decide. Does a watch make sense or is all the information I need on my phone? Apps can track your pace and distance and even splits, which just means the segments of your run, so the pace you run each mile or kilometer. So do you absolutely need to have a watch if you're a runner? No, you don't. It's nice to have, and my Garmin even has running plans on it for 5Ks, 10Ks, or half marathon training, so that's nice, but you can definitely forgo a watch if you want to. Here are some things to think about, though, if you're trying to decide. And it's September, so the holidays are coming. If you love data and want to see all kinds of things about your running, then a watch is great for that. It just gives you that immediate information with just a glance while you're running. You can see your heart rate as you run, you know, your current pace right at that second, you know, how far you've run without having to take your phone out. Now, a note about that, I always think runners should have a phone on them 
but if you run without one or want to, a watch can eliminate the need to carry one. Those of you who are getting into training for a race or doing workouts, a watch will help you stay on pace without having to try and see what's going on with a phone screen. Something I never found very easy to do with sweaty hands and carrying a phone and trying to see when 20 seconds were up for strides or what my pace was or whatever I was doing was putting my phone in the dropping it danger zone, just trying to see what I was trying to get done. They, and I don't know who they are as most of us don't, but they say that a watch is more accurate for distance and pace. Uh, if having more precise input for that is important to you. Also, if you want to track your heart rate for whatever reason, health issues or heart rate training running program, having a watch will be important unless you are interested in a chest strap because a phone obviously cannot track your heart rate. (laughs) Battery life is much better with a watch. I've run 10 miles with only single-digit battery power on my Garmin versus my phone. If my phone is low on power and I have a longer run, I know it's just it's not going to last. So I plug it in really fast and see how much more battery power I can get into that before I have to go. Now, my Apple Watch had good battery power too, but was just a little less exceptional uh, than my Garmin. I, have, I had to charge my Apple Watch I usually charge it every night anyway, but um, I would have been able to go for a few days without having to do that. Now, my Garmin, I find I only need to actually charge that once a week, and I run five out of seven days a week. So the battery power on that is pretty awesome. If you're starting out, especially if you're using a Couch to 5K Walk to Run program that's using time over mileage, you definitely do not need all the bells and whistles a running watch offers. Running can be expensive enough with the shoes and the tech clothes, and so I don't want anyone to think that they have to have a running watch ever. You don't even need a phone to go out there and just run, and that's the bottom line. All kinds of tech and other gear is nice to have, but it's also great to just get out there and run. If any of you are thinking about getting a watch and you'd like more information on your specific situation and would like some personal advice, I can give you my two cents on the Garmin or Apple Watch uh, if you email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com and I'll see if I can help guide you a little bit. Today's website resource pick is an article from Runner's World that talks about basic running watches for beginners if you want to get started on researching. Next week, I'll be talking about incorporating strength training into your fitness routine. I've gotten back into intentional strength training the past few months, and this time, I am actually loving it. So I'll talk a bit about what I do and give you some easy-to-use resources to get started. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic, go ahead and share it. Do you have any running questions? You can ask me. Email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com and if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once a month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will, of course, link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the run.